for Buck Banter with your host, Alpine ISD Superintendent, Dr. Michelle Reinhardt. Good morning, Dr. Reinhardt. Good morning, Martin. How are you today? I am doing wonderful, and I want the folks to know that you didn't just come in today. You came in dressed in festive holiday decor. <laughs> that is correct. We are wrapping up uh, Holiday Spirit Week in Alpine ISD, and it is pajama day today, Martin. I should have given so you a heads up so you, you could have worn them. You got all the bases covered. You wrapped up in pajamas. <laughs> I this am is fantastic. wrapped up in pajamas. It's going to be perfect for yeah. you know afternoon nap time, which also never happens at our office. But um, if I were to go maybe supervise pre-K nap today, I would be ready. I'd be fully ready. So. Well, I tell you what, it was a good day to wear that as it's chilly outside and that's got to be a lot more comfortable than if it were uh, in the 70s right now. It is. So if you drive by Alpine Elementary today and you're wondering why there are all kinds of children playing on the playground in pajamas, you will know why. It is uh, Christmas Jammers Day of our Spirit Week today, wrapping up a really fun week on um, across Alpine ISD as we get ready for the Christmas uh, holidays and the holiday season in general. So well, glad to be back with everyone today. Good morning, Alpine. We're going to chat through um, some celebrations this morning. Also share a little bit with you about some facilities planning we're doing across the district and then uh, give a spotlight or shout out to one of our campuses. Um, all of our campuses are doing amazing work right now but wanted to spotlight one today. So that's what oh. we're going to jump into. All right well let's get started and let's talk about some uh, football academics and some award getting. Yes. So I'm going to call this segment Buck Brilliance was just a little bit about showcasing some of the brilliance that exists in Alpine ISD and some of the celebrations that happen literally every week across the district. So in the last two weeks since we were last together, Martin, we had three students who were named to the Texas High School Coaches Association to, uh, 2022 Football Academic All-State List, which is an incredible accomplishment. These awards honor excellence in the classroom. So based on having top-notch GPAs, class rank, ACT and SAT scores, while also participating full-time in athletic events as well, which is no easy challenge. And so we're blessed to have three students who qualified for this academic all-state um, recognition, and they are Zane Billings, who qualified for the elite team, Zach Wash, who received honorable mention, and Jasmine DeLeon, who received honorable mention as a trainer for the football team. And so I just wanted to say congratulations to those kids. We are so, so proud of all they've Very accomplished. Very proud of them, yes. Amazing. Um, so some other celebrations, some more Buck, Buck Brilliance. When we were together two weeks ago, Martin, we talked about how the academic UIL competitions were coming up. Those were on December 7th, just last uh, a week ago, Wednesday. Time is flying, y'all. Um, and those competitions were for our elementary and our middle schools. And we have some amazing results to share. So we hosted students from Presidio and also Kermit who came in grades uh, two through eight to compete in those competitions. And so many of our Alpine ISD students earned top scores, medals, ribbons, um, and overall, this is the fun result, overall, both Alpine Elementary and Alpine Middle School won those district meets for academic UIL, which we are so, so proud of. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. So we're aiming for a clean sweep there. We're hoping that our high school will win the um, academic UIL meet as well in March, but that's a few months away still. In the meantime, we've had celebratory awards assemblies. Um, we've had one at Alpine Elementary. We had that just Wednesday. 
Wednesday. I don't know if you've seen pictures and videos we from have. that, Martin. We have. Uh, but that was an amazing celebration for our kids. We also had three employees who uh, one kissed a pig, I got slimed, one got a pie in the face, which was part of our bet to our students that if you won academic UIL, we would have this special assembly for y'all and also um, embarrass ourselves publicly uh, in their honor. And kids just loved that, had a great time. How so. was the slime? Um, it was awful. Yeah, it was awful. Um, I did make it, so I was able to add some like cherry flavoring ah. to it and all that. But it was it was really fun, and it was a fun event, and the kids loved it. My favorite part of that assembly, though, Martin, was was not how excited the kids got when they saw that it was actually a live pig that was getting kissed, <laughs> which like they screamed like you can't imagine. But more so at the beginning of the pep rally, when we were calling individual students up one at a time to get their medals or get their ribbons that they had won in this competition, how loudly those students cheered for their classmates. I mean, it's just so heartwarming to see that um, collaboration and that buck pride and buck spirit across the whole school. So congratulations to Alpine Elementary on their win. Alpine Middle School, their celebratory assembly is going to be Monday, uh, Monday, December 19th. So this coming Monday, 3.11 p.m. at the middle school. And that is open to families and the public as well. So if you want to come and honor those middle school students who received honors and also won the district competition and see the principal, assistant principal, and myself get slimed pie in the face and kiss a pig. Come on out Monday afternoon. You got to do it all over school. again. Got to do it all over again. That's right. That's right. I'm hoping I don't get slimed all three times, but you know, 33% Maybe you'll get the chance. Pie. Maybe you'll get the pie. There you go. There you go. I'm not sure which of those is the best option to get there. So also just a huge thank you to our teachers who served as UIL coaches, to our students for all the time they put in and parents for supporting the academic UIL program as well. Real proud of that. Okay. And we've got some music programs coming up. Oh, my goodness. This has been so fun over the last few weeks to really enjoy the fruits of the efforts of our music programs on all three campuses. And so just on Tuesday night of this week, um, Alpine Middle School had their holiday concerts. And the middle school program is led, music program, I should say, is led by Miss Marina Azar. She does an incredible job. And so I got to enjoy the fifth grade recorder concert. And I tell you what, I don't know. Did you play a recorder when you were young? Martin? I did. Of course. I did. Yes, I did as well. And it was not my strength. You know, it wasn't my gift. Let me just say that. Oh, but it's so... Neither one of us do it now, right? Right, so. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly right. But it was amazing to see how much she has taught these children uh, in music using the recorder over the last four or five months, right? Going from holding one from the first time to performing a concert in front of the community. It was incredible. Um, that was followed by band concerts from sixth and seventh grade, which were also just wonderful. So just such an awesome program. It was just a delight on Tuesday night. And then last night we had our Alpine High School um, holiday concert with our band and that band is led by Miss A.K. Holmes at the high school. That band is made up of students from 8th through 12th grade and this is also uh, this band also participated in the Alpine Christmas Stroll yes, a few I weeks remember. ago over yes. on Sol Ross Ave. So again just hearing wonderful things about, um, about each of these concerts and I hope our community has been enjoying them as well. But we have more. We have more. So next week, Alpine Elementary will be having their um, holiday concerts, and those are going to be Monday through Wednesday. Always well attended. Always. And those will be at um, Alpine Elementary this year. So in the past, we've done them sometimes at the elementary, sometimes at the admin office. They'll be back at AES in the gym. And our, our music program at the elementary is led by Miss Alexis Vogel, and they have just done an amazing job. I'm so excited for those concerts next week. So stay tuned for information from the school about um, dates and times in which grade levels. But also wanted to shout out our AES um, music program because our AES music program 
basically swept the UIL music memory competitions nice. at every grade level uh, in that competition last week. So, so proud of them. So wanted to, yes, celebrate these awesome performances that are happening, but also just celebrate and say how proud we are and how thankful we are, how blessed we are to have these fine arts programs on each of our campuses led by amazing musicians and teachers helping our students develop their skills in these fine arts as well. Well, you mentioned when you first got here, it was Fun Spirit Week this week. Was it ever? And I think everyone is ready for a nice sleep-in tomorrow after a very wild and wonderful week of school for Spirit Week. But just wanted to say thanks to everyone who participated. If you saw a staff member around town, you know, so sometimes I had to run and grab something from the grocery store and I forgot that I was in costume and looked quite ridiculous. I'm sure my colleagues were in a similar spot. So thanks for your grace this week as you kind of maybe gave us half a look and smiled. Um, But it's been a fun week of celebrating our second last week of school. I also wanted to remind everyone that school continues next week for us. So many surrounding districts, today is their last day of school. Our calendar's a little different. We go one more week and then we're off the first week of January when other schools are coming back. So just a reminder, school continues next week. Our last day of the semester will be a half day on Thursday, December 22nd, and then classes will resume for students on Tuesday, January 10th. Okay, good schedule. Yes, sir. It'll be great. It'll be great. So we're going to pivot a little bit and talk about um, something we haven't talked about yet on the program, Martin, something new that's kind of come up that we'll be um, exploring over the next few months. I wanted to share that with the community. And that is some work we're doing around facilities planning. So I'll start first by anchoring this conversation in one of our district goals. So objective seven of Alpine ISD's goals and objectives is to oversee a maintenance plan of Alpine ISD facilities, which targets goals, priorities, and needs. And so this is is one that we have just started on. There's always been a lot of work around maintenance and upkeep and maintaining our amazing facilities, but now we're really looking at both short-range maintenance plans, what are things that need to be updated in the short term, but also long-range. What do we want to be true of our facilities five, ten years from now, and what are the steps we need to take to make that happen? So our first step in this work is we've been conducting facility or maintenance walkthroughs in each Alpine ISD building, and we're going to do that over the next two months. We just started this week. And during those walkthroughs, we are going literally room to room, space to space, finding small things that need to just have a maintenance work order put in and be updated. So that could be something like, oh, a missing electrical faceplate. We can get that updated to big things. We need to replace flooring throughout a whole school, perhaps, or something like that. And we're visiting with each staff member about the rooms that they work in and what their needs and wants are for that room, both in the short term, but also, hey, imagine an ideal world five to 10 years from now, what would look different in this space? And our purpose in this is to, from these visits, create a master list of all the facility and maintenance needs for each building for the next five years so that we can create a five-year plan that prioritizes improvements for all those different facilities. So this is a really big lift, and it's a mix of kind of the immediate management um, day-to-day of what needs to be fixed on our campuses, but also that longer-term visionary leadership of where do we want to be and how do we um, kind of allocate the funding to get there. And in the long run, you'll save money because you'll be able to uh, go after some 
attention, put some attention on situations that you may not have noticed. Absolutely. It also helps us tell our story. So as we go into legislative sessions starting in January, it helps us understand how much funding do we really need from the state in order to get our buildings where we want them to be. And so we can kind of um, have some numbers around that and be able to clearly talk about those issues. So um, again, we started our first walkthroughs yesterday, and I'm so grateful to our maintenance director, um, Chayo, and I'm so grateful to Aaron Natera, also in maintenance, who's helped. They're both just invaluable on these walkthroughs, both in terms of their depth of knowledge, but also in terms of their background for campuses. So you, well, you, they're, yeah, they're familiar with these buildings. Absolutely. So you know, Martin, we actually started in Alpine Elementary yesterday, and Alpine Elementary, as it looks now, isn't what it looked like 20 years ago, or the 20 years before that, or when it was first built 60 years ago. There's been lots of different renovations and additions there, and so that has added additional challenges, as you can imagine, um, on that campus. And so their depth of knowledge on that has been wonderful. Well, your first your first look at it, things look pretty good? Great question. So overall, again, started with AES yesterday. Overall, that building is still in really good shape, which is so much gratitude to everyone who's done amazing work uh, maintaining that building over its 60 plus year life. But also that building was built for a previous time, right? And so exactly. we see um, things, some challenges teaching in a building that old at, in this day and age look like things like small rooms with a lack of storage. When you have 22 elementary students in a small room and there's not really a place to put things, that's pretty difficult. Um, also, few electrical outlets. So you can imagine... They didn't use as much <laughs> 60 years ago. Correct. We weren't a one-to-one district. That wasn't even a phrase 60 years ago, right? And so what we needed then was totally different. And then also the fact that there have been many renovations or additions over time means that different systems have kind of been piecemealed together at that campus, if you can imagine. So we did find lots of small fixes. Again, things like covers on electrical outlets. Great. We got that. Um, But other not so small fixes. So let me give you an example of this. One teacher was sharing specifically about electrical outlets and they said, I only have like two in here and that's not enough for me to plug in the different things that we use in class or whatnot. And so um, Chai would share, you know, dropping a new electrical outlet is easy. And for me, I'm like, that is not easy at all. But for someone like Chai and Aaron and our maintenance crew, they know how to do that. They know how to install a new one. That's easy. But he said, actually the infrastructure in this in this building won't hold anymore. We're actually at our kind of max load without doing a whole electrical rewiring. And that's a much bigger project than just adding in additional outlets. Right. And so it's such a good example of something that maybe looks like a quick fix or a relatively easy thing. Um, you have to understand the whole system in order to understand what's possible for that building. And that's common with all buildings of that vintage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so no big surprises, right? Everything that we saw were things that make sense for a building that old that has served our community so well for so long. So going forward, we have months of work ahead of us on this. But again, our work, our goal is to create a maintenance plan of all facilities. This includes campuses, our bus barn, admin, um, Buck Stadium, everything that we own, uh, which targets goals, priorities, and needs so that we can continue to move the district forward into the future. So cool. we'll have more d- updates in the future. I just wanted to share that update as something that we had just been working, we've been uh, working hard on over the last few weeks. Well, it's a great, much needed plan for sure. It is. It is.
And then we're going to spotlight the elementary school. Is that right? Yes. So, and this is such a good time of year to spotlight the elementary school because, Martin, you probably know this more than most, but our elementary school teachers do an amazing job. And this month is a lot <laughs> if you're yes. working at an elementary. Oh, yes. So I wanted to spotlight the elementary because they are a campus that is working incredibly hard to create their own story and a story of excellence and success. So being part of a high achieving district, we've had so much success on each campus and uh, elementary is working along those same lines as well. So some things I wanted y'all to, to know about, which you may see pieces of this, but a lot um, you may not be aware of. I wanted to just kind of share some spotlights. Our elementary staff is our first staff on site because their bus line opens at 7.15, um, their car line, I should say, and buses drop off, et cetera. But unlike the other campuses, so I think about high school, high school, you could have maybe four or five staff members supervising a couple hundred high school kids getting dropped off because we don't have to like unbuckle them from the car and, you know, and watch them in a 10 to one ratio or whatnot. But elementary, it is all hands on deck as we're getting three-year-olds all the way up through 10-year-olds into the building and supervised and set up for the day and fed um, and making sure everyone's in the right place. Also, um, our elementary school is our biggest campus. So starting with our pre-K three program through fourth grade, that is seven grades. And also think about the ages on that campus. You have three-year-olds through 10-year-olds. So some of our students have literally been alive three times as long as some of our other students. So imagine the life development, you know what I mean, the developmental needs um, across those different ages. That's just such a, a challenge, but also it's just such a bright spot that we have a campus doing that amazing work. Um, also, so many additional responsibilities on this campus due to the age of a children. Our staff do an amazing job of rising to these challenges. So again, morning and afternoon drop-off are much more complicated at an elementary school than on either campus. Uh, lunch duty even, things like um, helping students open their lunches and open an orange and other things that we take for granted on other campuses and our staff just do an amazing job. And then also our elementary school has added in a robust tutoring program this year. Oh, very important. And uh, so for both third and fourth grade students, we have teachers from every grade level who are giving of their time to work with uh, third and gra- third and fourth grade students, even if they're not themselves a third and fourth grade teacher, but just really focused on helping improve um, academics across the across the campus. Um, also, we've talked about this in the past. This campus has had a lot of administrative turnover over the past decade, but we are so delighted to have Mr. Curtis Wibana serving as our principal. This is someone, y'all, who is such a caring, compassionate leader who's focused on improvement, but also wants the best for our students and staff as well. And someone truly with staying power who I see being at this campus uh, for the long run and really helping lead this campus to its next level of excellence. So, so proud of them. So as we kind of wrap up this shout out of the elementary, I wanted to share with the community some of the reasons why I, as superintendent, am so proud of this campus. The elementary staff goes above and beyond to meet and fill needs. So we already talked about tutoring, but let me give you one more example, Martin. Last week, we had um, two of our staff members who were going to be part of the um, pep rally challenge. Actually, this was just this week. It was on Wednesday, but were not feeling their best. And so the principal and assistant principal weren't able to get a pie in the face or kiss a pig. And two other staff members did not skip a beat. And they're like, I'll do it. I'll do it for our kids. Hey, all for one, one all, for all. Exactly right. And so it's just so indicative of the collaborative spirit there. Also, um, culture and environment. If you haven't had a chance to be inside at AES, the Christmas decorations there are next level. And it's just 
created such a fun environment for our students as they gear up for the holiday season. And that age loves decorations more than all. Oh, my goodness. So fun. So fun. Um, what, one of the other things I love about our staff there is that um, not only do our staff members love our kids there, but they also love their futures. And they're doing everything they can to prepare those kids for a bright academic future. One example of that is um, the Strong Foundations math grant we've been working on. In grades K through six, we have teachers who meet every Wednesday after school um, and give up an, an additional hour of their time to work on how do we continue to grow our math teaching and our math learning across the district. And we've seen amazing results from that so far. So, so proud of that. So I just wanted to share that both as a superintendent and as a, pr- a parent, an AES parent, I am so proud of this campus and all that they're working on and uh, the future that they're creating for themselves. So community. If you see an elementary staff member, particularly at this time of year, I'm sure they're particularly exhausted, please thank them for everything they're doing to make Alpine Elementary the great campus that it is. Yeah, high five to the elementary. Yes. So as we wrap up this week, I'm not sure when our next session will be. I know the holidays kind of intersect with different things, but we'll work on that. We'll get a date scheduled. But I wanted to wrap up by talking about um, this balance that I'm always working on in my professional life, and that's a balance between celebrating what's already good, right? So I am a a positive person by nature, um, but I'm also very growth focused. And so this balance between celebrating what's already good and continually identifying and working on our next steps to get us to that next level, that's really our theme for today as we celebrate um, buck brilliance across the district, facility planning, what's working, what are our next steps, and then all the amazing work happening at Alpine Elementary. Well, Michelle, I want to thank you for coming in with all of that information. And I want to wish you and the entire staff over at the Alpine ISD a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and all of those things. Thank you, sir. The same. All right. You have been listening to Buck Banter. It is brought to you just about every other Friday by the Alpine ISD. We are having a Christmas parade. Join the City of Alpine on Friday, December 16th for this wonderful holiday tradition. Lineup is at 5 p.m. at the Alpine Civic Center. You don't have to pre-register, just show up and we'll get you in line. The parade steps off at 5.30 p.m. It'll travel down Holland Avenue and turn on 2nd Street, ending at the Alpine Visitor Center. Here, the Alpine Community Band will perform their Christmas concert. There will be hot chocolate, snacks, and a visit from Santa Claus. We are also encouraging the season of giving.